Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Happy Thursday, if it's Thursday for you. Let's get right into it. What's new? I'm doing pretty well, specifically because we have reached my favorite month of the year. It's November. It's my birthday month. That's kind of wild that we have already reached this point in the year. So many things to look forward to. My birthday, Thanksgiving, the holidays, the cheer, the festivities. I'm excited. I love having things upcoming. I'm just looking forward to some good times, good days, good weeks up ahead. This past weekend though, and I guess these past few days, we closed out October in a big way. Of course, Halloween, Halloween was on Tuesday. It was pretty fun all in all. I did not stray from the original costume. Huge shocker, I was an astronaut again. I went out twice this weekend and I was an astronaut both times. Unfortunately, on Friday night, I did get a little crack in my astronaut helmet, which I was pretty sad about in the moment, not gonna lie, and yes, I did immediately order a new one, but for Saturday, I had to make do, and I had the story prepared, that if anyone were to ask about the crack in my helmet, I would have to say that something went wrong in a mission, we'd have to incorporate it into the costume, you know, because otherwise I would just be too sad that I'm wearing a damaged helmet. We made it work, you guys. I don't even think anybody noticed on Saturday, pretty much just me, which obviously classic, something that you care about more than anybody else around you. But yeah, all in all, it was a really fun weekend. Loved seeing everyone's costumes, loved dressing up. Halloween is just generally a fun one, so this year was no different. And then what else have I done this week? Oh, actually, I guess last week, I forgot to tell you guys that I finally finished Suits which I don't know if you remember this or not, but I think it was probably last year maybe, or maybe the beginning of this year, I don't really remember, that I started Suits, and then I kind of dropped off like after season six, I want to say, which is kind of crazy because I was obsessed with that show for so long. Like I started it when it was still on Amazon Prime, and then now I feel like more people have been getting into it because it moved to Netflix. So I was like, okay, maybe I should finally finish this show. So I did, and you guys, I have to say, that final episode, I cried like a baby, okay? I just loved it. I love when they do a tribute to the years that this show has been on, to how much these characters meant to people, to how much, too, this cast probably meant to each other. Because think about that. How many seasons of Suits are there? I think it's nine. So that is so many years of working with the same people, some of these people probably becoming real-life friends. It's just wild to think about it if you start to think about it past it just being a show. Like, these are these people's lives that they spend all day every day together when they're filming. So whenever a show like this that is on for so many seasons with pretty much the same cast comes to an end... I feel so sad, not just for me as a viewer, but I'm like, I bet this is so hard for all of them to film this final episode, to do their last line, their last scene. I can't even imagine having such a concrete ending like that. But they did a really great job, at least in my opinion. I thought that they wrapped it up very nicely. And since I'm now done watching that, I was thinking, are there other shows that I've started 
that I have not yet finished all the way through. So I thought about it and I was like, wait, actually, yes. One of those being Ted Lasso, which was another show that I was so gung-ho about. I loved it so much. But I think I started watching season two. And I think what happened is I was watching it with my mom. And then I guess just forgot to keep watching it on my own. So I picked it up again. I did end up watching some of the episodes from season two that I'd already seen, but I couldn't remember if I'd seen them or not. But then I remembered certain elements from them. But I was like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to watch those over again. And then eventually I got to an episode where I was like, okay, this is all new stuff. So I finished season two. I am now on season three. And I have been loving this show again, you guys. It puts my mood up so much, honestly, just because it's feel-good, happy content. It just really de-stresses me when I have something to root for, when I have something that's making me smile, making me laugh. That may seem like a really obvious thing. If you're watching something content, maybe you too will be content. But that's what I'm finding again in Ted Lasso, so really liking it probably going to finish season three very, very soon. And I think that's the last season that they're doing of it. So going to need to find another show that has that same kind of effect on me. That's really it for content that I've been watching. One more thing for what's new is that tomorrow, Friday, November 3rd, I'm releasing the last episode of season one for Excuse My Reach, my other podcast, I have on such an amazing guest. She's a photographer. She's had amazing experience in the industry. And on top of that, she's also a lawyer. So great conversation about how to manage passions with other work, with other incredibly taxing work. It's a fun one. Be sure to check it out. Same places that you can find Typically Peachy. You can find Excuse My Reach. And if you've missed any episodes throughout this year... You can, of course, always go back and listen to any of them, and I would encourage you to do so because we have had some amazing guests, amazing conversations. It's just been a really fun thing to be a part of, to host, so if it sounds interesting, give it a listen. No time like the present. Alright guys, that is it for what's new, so without further ado, let's get into the rest of this episode and right into what's hot this week. There were actually a lot of pop culture, entertainment, fashion stories that I wanted to talk about, so I kind of had to pick a little bit here. But instead of reading so much, I think we're just going to cover a couple and talk high level about them. So first one, from Vogue.com, get ready for Kylie Jenner's clothing line. And actually, this article was written before the clothing line came out, But it did just come out November 1st, so yesterday. And yeah, she has a new clothing line. Let's read a little bit about it. Vogue says, Kylie Jenner officially announced that she's launching a clothing line by simply captioning a photo, quote, meet Kai. The reality star and beauty mogul posted an Instagram of herself wearing a leather trench, fresh from the new collection. The label's just-launched site revealed a closer look at the design. A sleek black coat featuring a high collar, cinched waist, and oversized shoulders. Based on first impressions alone, it appears that Kai will have a polished, luxurious feel. 
Okay, so that's kind of the headline news from Vogue. Now I'm going to read on their website what they say in their about section. About Kai, spelt K-H-Y. Kai aims to redefine the modern wardrobe by offering edited collections that seamlessly blend luxury with everyday style, spanning a diverse range of categories and styles. By collaborating with iconic brands and global designers, we hope that Kai will be a platform that delivers access to incredible fashion for everyone. Okay, so what do we think about this? First thoughts, honestly, I'm thinking about the other brands that Kylie Jenner has, and I'm like, what happened to Kylie Swim? Is that still a thing? Because I'm pretty sure I talked about that with you guys on this podcast, and I think it might be gone because I feel like we never heard about anything after that. Maybe it just didn't do well from the start. I don't really know. That's speculation, I guess. But it's interesting kind of going from one thing to the next to the next. There are just so many categories that the Kardashians slash Jenners span across. And fashion absolutely is one of them. But it's interesting that this is going to be capsule collections with different designers. The first collection, I'm looking at the items. They're cool, like faux leather pieces. I'm not sure how everyday wearable they are. Honestly, I think the thing that probably is the most wearable are the jackets, maybe like the cropped faux leather jacket. It's cool overall. I like the concept. I like the name. But I'm interested to see what the other collections are going to be and if they kind of all have the same sort of style and look as one another or if they're going to be just completely different. Also, how often are these collections going to be coming out? The price point seems pretty doable. There's nothing over $200. So at least for this collection, it does feel like it's still accessible. I think personally, there's nothing in this first drop that I'm like, I need to have that. So maybe that's my only hesitation. That and I guess that other companies like Kylie Swim have not been very successful. But if you think about it, They have a lot of resources in this space, both having the money to do so, having the contacts to do so, that maybe it does just take a couple tries to really hit it big with one of these brands. Although she already did hit it really big with Kylie Cosmetics, so maybe she just wants to get more into the fashion space. So if you guys want to see any of these looks, again, kai.com, K-H-Y.com. Check it out. Let me know what you guys think about it. And then speaking of another Kardashian-Jenner brand, specifically Kardashian, Skims has some news that was announced earlier this week. And this is a brand that absolutely has hit the mark in a big way. Personally, I love Skims. Everything that I've gotten from them, I truly wear often. And this story is a pretty big deal, okay? According to NBA.com, Skims named official underwear partner of the NBA, WNBA, and USA Basketball. The National Basketball Association, NBA, and Skims announced a multi-year partnership, making Skims the official underwear partner of the NBA, the Women's National Basketball Association, WNBA, and USA Basketball. Kim Kardashian, co-founder and creative director of Skims, said... I am incredibly proud of Skims' partnership with the NBA, as it is a reflection of Skims' growing influence on culture. Together, 
Skims and the NBA will connect people of all backgrounds through fashion, sport, and talent, and I look forward to seeing the partnership thrive. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver said, Skims has quickly become one of our most culturally influential brands. We look forward to bringing NBA fans and Skims users unique experiences, new offerings, and premium products through our partnership. Together, Skims, the NBA, WNBA, and USA Basketball will leverage the power of basketball to generate excitement and demand by showing up in unexpected ways. Fans will see the partnership come to life at future marquee events, including NBA All-Star and the NBA in-season tournament. Skims Men's launched on October 26th, which features three collections of everyday essentials developed with comfort at the forefront as the brand brings its expertise in style, comfort, and fit to a new audience. Skims celebrated the launch with a new brand campaign, Everybody is Wearing Skims, starring NBA All-Star Shai Gildress Alexander alongside the brand's official athlete endorsers. As part of the partnership, Skims will also receive media exposure across a variety of league platforms, including through on-court virtual signage during NBA and WNBA national broadcasts, as well as the league's official social and digital platforms. Okay, so I know I said that I wasn't going to read as much for this, but I did want to read more for this one because I think it's interesting to hear quotes from both parties on this and just to get more details about the partnership. This is so smart in my opinion, and it really does open up a whole new world, specifically launching Skims Men's and then doing it in tandem with this partnership. It just all feels incredibly seamless. And like I said, personally, I love this clothing. I think that it's so comfortable. So having it exist in the realm of sport makes a lot of sense to me. You want the things that you're wearing when you're playing a sport to be ultra comfortable. So I just think it all makes sense. Also, I think the first kind of window into cross-collaboration of skims within sports happened with the Olympics when skims did that partnership. And actually, one of my favorite pieces that I own is from that. It's the white tank top. It says Team USA. And that's actually a tank top that I wear when I have my astronaut costume on. Because it makes sense, you know, an astronaut. If I was a NASA astronaut, you know, it all just works together. But I think that this is super cool. I think it's going to make Skims even bigger. Of course, with the media exposure on-court virtual signage at NBA, WNBA national broadcasts, and their digital and social platforms, I think it will for sure benefit the brand. So, another win for Skims. That wraps up the Kardashian-Jenner portion of the What's Hot stories, but one other thing that I wanted to talk about in this section is an accomplishment from another star in the entertainment space that I think that we all saw coming Actually, personally, I thought this accomplishment had already happened. But nevertheless, the news is, according to Forbes.com, Taylor Swift didn't need lucrative side hustles to become a billionaire. Interesting title, Forbes. Specifically interesting, because it's true. Taylor Swift is now a billionaire and is estimated to be worth $1.1 billion, according to Forbes. But what distinguishes the 33-year-old singer-songwriter from other wealthy artists 
is how she accumulated her billion-dollar fortune. Swift's net worth doesn't largely derive from profitable side hustles. Think beauty brands, fashion lines, alcohol investments, etc., which have been the typical avenues for music icons and entertainers to become billionaires in recent years. Swift's billionaire status was achieved largely by music, which puts her in a unique category with artists like Bruce Springsteen, who earned $1 billion from on-the-road touring per Forbes. So that is what's so interesting about this. Like this article is saying, if you think of other artists that are already billionaires, a lot of that is coming from their brands. Rihanna has Fenty Beauty and Savage X Fenty. Jay-Z has alcohol brands. Selena Gomez, who I think actually is also reaching the $1 billion category, she has rare beauty. So this idea of being able to reach this mark by touring and having sold-out show after sold-out show after sold-out show across the world in a huge way like we've seen from the Eras Tour, it's really something unique. And it's something that you don't really think about because like I said, because of how big Taylor Swift is, because of how much we hear about her, her influence, all of that, I would almost expect her to have already been a billionaire. But it's pretty wild that she was able to do that. And you guys, she's only 33 years old. That is just something else. But I had to speak on it because, you know, we're Taylor Swift fans over here. It's a big moment. It's a big deal. And I feel like she would view it as such too. She's a milestone girly. She really likes to celebrate her wins, which I love that. I like to celebrate my wins too. So me and Taylor Swift, kindred spirits over here. All right, guys, that wraps up what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. I have some products to recommend to you guys from two brands that I'm pretty excited about. The first brand is not a new brand, but it's on the newer side of product. So the company is called Rode, which is Hailey Bieber's brand. And kind of a while ago now, she came out with the peptide lip treatments. So I have tried the originals in those, the unscented, the salted caramel, and the watermelon. And if you are looking for something that gives that glazed look on your lips, that you can either wear by itself or with a lip liner or anything else, then I do think that this is a really good product. It kind of looks plumping, very glossy, not sticky. I really love it. I switch often between which flavor I like the best. It's definitely between the salted caramel and the watermelon. I feel like I tend to lean towards the salted caramel, but I don't know. I think it just depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes the watermelon far surpasses. So yes, those were the initial products that I tried from Rode. I liked it. I liked the formula. So I decided that when the peptide lip tints came out, I wanted to try those too. So I got the bundle so that I could try multiple of the colors. So I got espresso, toast, ribbon, and raspberry jelly. And I will say they do feel different to me than the initial peptide treatments. They feel a little bit less liquidy kind of, sort of less glossy, but then on the other end you do get color from them. So I like that. And I think my favorite out of all of them is Toast. It's just a nice kind of 
light mauvey color perfect for fall honestly though all of these are kind of perfect for fall the color on them is not very intense at all though i think the raspberry jelly probably is the one that shows up the most i really like them if you guys are looking for something that is glossy that does give you a little bit of tint a little bit of plump then check these out also they just have incredibly cute packaging which is very important to me as somebody that leaves a lot of their beauty products just out on the counter. They have to be cute. If you want to check them out for yourself, go to roadskin.com and type in peptide lip treatment or peptide lip tint. You will find them both. All right, guys. And then the next item for what's good is a body cream. And this is actually from a brand new brand. Brand new brand. Love that. It's called Cycler, C-Y-K-L-A-R, and this was created by the content creator, influencer, actor, Claudia Saluski, and I've been following her for years now, which is how I saw this product because, of course, she posted about it on her socials, but what this body cream is, what this brand is intended to be, was something that really intrigued me because it felt like something that I could definitely get behind. And also, she's somebody that, I don't know, I have just gotten a lot of recommendations from her socials, from her YouTube. And so far, I've trusted those recommendations. So I assumed that if she's putting out a product, if she's taken time to create it, to formulate it, to make it something special, that she's going to market heavily. I would think that it would be probably a premium product. You know, she's taken so much time to build a community that trusts her. So why wouldn't I trust a product that she creates? So that was my mindset about checking this brand out in the first place. So I went to the website and their mission is feel beautiful plus fill forever. You can feel good with our bio-luxurious innovations made from minimal impact and maximal luxury. From formulation to packaging to the last drop, we're elevating every step of our product's life cycle. Let's close the loop of waste in our everyday rituals. On their website, they say, We designed a keeper, our vessels. Our everyday heirlooms are intentionally timeless, functional, and reusable. Minimalist branding serves as your blank slate to work in your unique space again and again. It's made to store, collect, and stack. Simply cleanse your vessel with soap, hot water, and a towel dry reuse again to your heart's content. If and when you finally say goodbye, we minimize impact by prioritizing curbside recyclable materials. For the few materials that were too small or complex for recycling, we look to post-consumer recycled materials. And then a quote on the website from Claudia Saluski herself, she said, we're creating a new cycle with beautiful circular products that make you feel good and make Mother Earth proud. So obviously, seems like a great mission, seems like something that I can definitely get behind, I can feel good using it, I can feel good purchasing it, but of course, I wanted to know, is this a product that I like that I would want to use for an everyday lotion? So I purchased to find out just that. And I will say, you guys, I'm loving it. I really, really am. It says on the box that it is banana flower extract, niacinamide, and prickly pear. I mean, first of all, 
Does that not sound like it would smell good? And it does smell good. It actually kind of smells a little bit similar to a lotion that I've used before at like a really nice hotel. I don't know what it is, but when I opened the lotion, I had a feeling of nostalgia. There was something that it reminded me of, and like we've talked about before, scent brings us back to our memories. Unfortunately, not a specific memory, though. I couldn't pinpoint what this scent made me think of or where it was from or anything like that, but I did have a positive association with it because of the scent component. And then I used it, you guys, and it feels so nice. I feel like the perfect amount of thickness, not too, too thick, but also not like the lightest thing in the world, so it actually feels like it's moisturizing your skin. And I also feel like it has a lasting effect. Like, you know some lotions, you put it on, and then like five minutes later, you don't even feel like you put on lotion? That's not the case with this. Like an hour later, I was feeling my arm, and I was like, wow, that's still really, really smooth. And that's what you want out of your lotions, you know? So I like it so far. I wanted to give my initial reviews, my initial feedback, because products like this, I feel like whenever somebody comes out with a new brand, it can kind of go either way. Either people love it right away and they want to try it right away so it sells out right away, or people are a little bit hesitant to use it because that brand is completely new on the scene. But I like it, guys, so if you want to check it out for yourself, again, the brand is called Cycler. Currently, they only have the body cream, but more products are coming, so maybe I'll have to give them a try. Alright everyone, and last up for what's good, your song. House of My Soul, You Light the Rooms by Langhorn Slim. As always, you can find it on our playlist, say it with me now, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. And to round out this episode, let's get into need-to-know basis. This week, I have really found myself gravitating towards and focusing on little luxuries. Okay, and I feel like I've given suggestions for this before, but I find it really, really important to do small things to just elevate. They could be things that somebody else may not think elevates their life, but for me... I feel like these small things make me so happy. They're not hard to do. They don't cost a lot to do. But I gain so much from each little activity. And for me, that leads to a really positive impact. So I thought I would share some of my current little luxuries with you guys. In case you're thinking, you know, I just need something to turn my mood around. I need the buildup of a lot of good little things. So again, maybe these wouldn't be the same for you as they are for me, but nevertheless, we are more alike than we are different, so I'm gonna share. First, watching good content. Like I told you guys, I'm watching Ted Lasso again, and I fully believe that low-stress content makes me less stressed, and high-stress content makes me more stressed. Not a revolutionary observation, but is definitely true for me. So good happy, uplifting content. Next, coming right off of what's good, using a really nice lotion from a nice bottle, which by the way, the packaging on Cycler, I know I read that it's minimal 
and it is but I love that it's cute it's just a little glass bottle white lotion simple black top ingredients on the bottom like so nice for the simplicity for the aesthetic but getting the product out alone out of this nice container that just to me feels like a little luxury taking a shower putting on this lotion I have been thoroughly enjoying that specific tiny part of my day I'm actively looking forward to it later next kind of something that goes along with that putting on a robe robes are so underrated like I think it's one of those things that there's a point in which we all have them we get them we wear them and then we forget about them let's remember the robe okay because putting on a robe after a shower and then putting on your luxury lotion gosh what a great little experience that is okay it makes me so happy another one from what's good using a high quality lip product whether you're leaving the house or not just putting on something that makes your lips feel good if you want to put a little tint on just sitting on your couch go for it it's a little luxury that can elevate you just sitting around and wearing sweats something else that i don't even just see as a little luxury Maybe some people would see this as a chore, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, but I think it significantly improves my mood, is making my bed. It's such a little thing that I feel like has such a great impact for me. And people say this. This is not just my thought about making your bed. There have been studies and articles and all that about how making your bed in the morning can lead to a more productive day. I don't have the exact stats or anything like that, So check that out if you want concrete data and evidence on that stuff. But I believe it just anecdotally for me, when I make my bed in the morning, right away, it feels like a start to the day. I'm not always the best at the timing of that, I will say. Like the bed will always be made. There's no point in which I will get back into my bed if my bed is not made. I mean, of course, there have been moments like that, but for the large, large, large majority of days the bed is made at some point throughout the day but the little luxury is making it in the morning there's just something satisfying about the routine next folding your clothes perfectly another one that may feel like a chore but for instance i have so many sweatshirts you guys and a lot of times because i'm wearing them all the time at home i'm just kind of throwing them back into place But a couple weekends ago, I folded all of them perfectly, made it look like a store, tried to categorize them, kind of, didn't do the best job at that, but just making it look a little bit nicer, a little bit less overwhelming, it's something that makes me smile, for sure. Another one that definitely makes me smile is something that I've shared with you guys before that just really does bring me so much joy, is waking up on the weekend reading my Vogue magazine with my cup of coffee in my cute little corner, looking out the window, not going on my phone, putting on a record. There's just something about that specific experience that feels so luxe. I would highly recommend some variation of that one. Another thing that brings me so much joy that I did this weekend, walking to get a bagel and coffee. I know that sounds so little, but that's kind of the point of this conversation. 
it's so little but I have the ability to do it where I live it's just so nice to be able to go walk and get something quickly but also just get some fresh air even if it's not a great day out even if you're planning to stay at home inside for the majority of the day doing a little walk in the morning and getting something for yourself that you're just so excited about even though it's just a bagel and coffee I can't even describe how happy that makes me like this weekend the place that I went to it actually took them kind of a while to have my order ready it was a simple bagel and coffee order but they were backed up they forgot something with my coffee they forgot that I had a bagel whatever but I didn't even care because I was just so happy about the experience I was like yes I did this I was thinking about whether I should or not. I wasn't in a rush. So I was like, that's okay that it's taking a little bit more time, guys. I'm just happy to be here. Another one, if you're of age, such a little luxury for me is just having a glass of wine after work. Not all the time, but there is a definitive thing for me that I'm like, okay, I finished work, and then a lot of times after work, I go work out right away. So work, work out shower, glass of wine. Just wind down. See, glass of wine to wind down. But there's just something nice about having something definitive to break up the different parts of your day. So maybe it doesn't even have to be wine, but just something like a cute little beverage or cute little drink to be like, okay, now I am in full relaxation mode. And my last one for you guys listening to a podcast in the shower with a speaker. Okay, I feel like the speaker part is integral for this because I used to get so frustrated when I would just listen to a podcast on my phone while I was in the shower and I couldn't hear them fully talking because of the water. So I was like, okay, why am I not using a speaker? Like I could use a speaker right now. This would solve my problem and I would be way more content just decompressing in a safe, clean space, listening to a podcast. So that's what I did. It's a game changer. Try it out for yourself if you can't hear your podcasts or your music or whatever you're listening to while you're also simultaneously taking a shower. That's it, guys. Those are my current little luxuries. These are pretty much ever-changing. These are just the 10, I think I picked 10, top 10 little luxuries that are truly just making me happier, making me less stressed, making me excited to do really small things. Which overall, that's the goal, guys. We can't always have a million things to look forward to every single week, every single month. Although I did start this episode by saying that there is a lot to look forward to. But on the day-to-day, I think just glamorizing small situations makes everything feel a little bit more special, and I think we can all use a little bit of that magic. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Find your little things that are helping you get through the day-to-day. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 